Hey everybody, I'm Nick Davis. Welcome to Simply Not Easy, the podcast about simple action steps to improve the journey of your life as I work to improve the journey of my own. Hey, what's going on everybody? Welcome back to Simply Not Easy. Hope you all having a great day. So we're here on this Focus Friday, and man, it's, uh, it's an interesting time right now. Um, what we're focusing on today with Focus Friday is this idea of kind of foreshadowing the future, getting a glimpse, getting a strong glimpse of what is yet to come and what is about to come ahead along the way. And yesterday was a fantastic day, you know, I had that racquetball in. Um, we're actually we're actually getting competitive now. I had a few, uh, you know, games, when the games are to 15, we had a, a game or two that was, you know, within a point or two. By the time we finished, we had a, a tie for a little while, so... Uh, I'm holding my own. Still did not win. Uh, should have pulled out a few, but you know what? Stay humble. Stay humble. Stay hungry, man. And uh, I got a big appetite for life. So uh, by the third time we get out there, you know, hopefully it, uh, we'll get the level of competition. We'll keep going, keep growing along the way, and just looking forward to that. Uh, then you know, good uh, little fun concert concert last evening. A little John Conley, uh, entertaining guy, very patriotic man, and uh, I certainly. I certainly do appreciate that. Well, that's not usually my uh, my normal taste by any means, but it's a uh, it was a good time, a nice time and a a real treat with uh you know one of my patients being out of town for that and trying to find someone just to go and make use of the ticket. So that was real nice of him and real enjoyable along the way. But today, Focus Friday, we're focusing on a foreshadowing this future coming up, kind of that inevitable road ahead. Because today. Uh, Every time when these uh, students, including myself, um, these students are done with their program at Baylor, um, or at least in this very specific clinic, kind of have a big little celebration, a whole happy hour. Um, you know, we all leave work a couple hours early on a Friday, or everybody else kind of leaves on time. And uh, me and my CI, yeah, we normally stay till seven. We leave early, um, so got that going on we're all going to leave uh, the clinic early today and hit up a bar hit up some food have some good time with uh really everybody who works there and all these clinicians and everything so it's going to be going to be a fun time saying goodbye to uh one of the students there he's on his second clinical from texas texas women's university a uh, good kid and everything so obviously wish the best to him and his future endeavors ahead but that being said the day that he's doing that today is only three weeks away from my last and it's crazy to think that this time is already coming up it's already approaching along the way um man three weeks left this is a clinical that with confidence i could say hey three weeks let's turn that into three months let's make it happen let's get after it um you know i'm enjoying this place a ton it's a great great group of clinicians i love collaborating with them um and mind stimulating every day and yesterday I was getting into, uh, we were having a fun discussion about the cervical spine, about hypermobility, about uh, breakdown, uh, about some spine issues going on in the spine, as well as the concept of, okay, why do we have, um, with increased shear in the cervical spine, in different areas of breakdown, and
and specifically anterior shear, anterior ligaments, ligaments laxity. We're having debates and conversations with a bunch of uh, the clinicians about, okay, can this be due to a buckle mechanism of the ligam of ligaments, especially uh, ligamentum flavum a little bit, um, but that's a, only a segmental ligament, so it doesn't withstand the normal fascial tension that the posterior longitudinal ligament and anterior longitudinal ligament does. And we're trying to kind of rationalize, okay, what's the concept, what's the exact mechanism behind, um, is buckling behind part of the reason for collapse, or are there other forces at play um, along the way? And so we're trying to figure that out, you know, we're out there drawing all these physics diagrams and stuff like that, and you know, probably about, you know, six years ago or five years ago, I thought, you know, I'd never be using physics and stuff, but here I go again, you know, uh, taking biomechanics, TAing biomechanics, enjoying a lot of the pathomechanics of the body, understanding that. Am I a research mind? Do I go after that stuff? Absolutely not. Um, but do I enjoy understanding the concept of the concepts of the body, what I'm actually doing and trying to treat, and mechanisms at hand so I can be more direct in my treatment? Hands down, absolutely. Hands down, neck up, right? Um, so having a good time with that and just a lot of uh, engaging conversations, engaging treatments and uh, you know helping a lot of patients get better man. It's been a, been a fantastic time, been a fantastic journey out there. But a little bit of reflection for myself on this clinical as um, I've got three weeks left, which is kinda kinda crazy to say. This clinical has reminded me um, how essential it is. Incredibly, incredibly essential. This is what I knew already, but how essential it is to be on such an amazing and incredible good team. Um, I mean, it's it, make, it makes or breaks it, and it's absolutely made it this summer for me. Um, you know, I was, uh, when was it? My second week of this clinical. I was, you know, in the morning, kind of getting ready for everything. Me and my CI, it was probably like, uh, we're starting treating patients at 7. It was like 6.40 or so. Uh, throw my lunch in the fridge, getting already geared up to go. And he's like, all right, man, let's go, let's go, let's go. So it's like hitting me on the back, all right, get pumped up. And the other clinician just looks at me like, oh my gosh, he's hitting you already? As if like, he ends up hitting every intern in like a fun, joking way, but like, oh boy, this is a, this is earlier than usual. It's gonna be a, a long, interesting summer with this. Um, yeah, man, it's been, it's been nothing but fun. Uh, having a great time with him and everything, great time with all the clinicians and learning a ton both for patient care directly and then other aspects of physical therapy and life in general. And so when you guys are looking out there for a dream job, whether that's in physical therapy, whether that's in healthcare or whatever, you need to have an important team, you need to have an environment of support that is huge for you. Another thing I really want to emphasize, we need to have and I truly mean need. You need to have creativity. You need to have the ability to have autonomy over what you do um, while getting feedback from others too. And that's what's helped me a ton along the way here is that I've been able to do a lot. I've been able to talk about concepts, talk about, okay, this, that, and the other thing, and that's my rationale for this exam or for this treatment, but then bounce the ideas off and still have a ton of freedom to go forward as long as it makes sense and has a good rationale behind it. And, but again, kind of pick the brains of other clinicians, other greats who have been at it for a while, um, 
and really learn from them and strive for them. So I think it's important to have mentors in the field that you're going into, whether it's directly in person or indirect from some other means, but the mentors that allow you to quote unquote uh, make mistakes and refine your process. And uh, a mentor is not somebody who just says, you need to do this, and then you need to do that, and then you need to do that. Um, as I put it uh, very well in my job interview, there's a reason I went to uh, physical therapy school, not physical therapy assistant school. Um, you know, the autonomy is huge for me along the way, and that's incredibly important. Uh, then another point I want to drive home about, you know, three weeks left in this clinical, about take home from this clinical, always be inquisitive, always question what's going on. Um, and always try and get a deeper, deeper understanding and closer to the truth. There's a ton out there that we know is absolutely wrong. We, we have a good job, a good scientific understanding of what's wrong out there. We have a decent understanding of what works, what works for treatment. We have a very poor understanding, and that's not just me, that's not just these other clinicians. That's the uh, research world and kind of the literature and everything everything are basically our understanding of the human body we have a very poor understanding overall of why of what we do that works of why it works what's the exact mechanism and rationale and reason behind it and we've got a long long way to go in this field and in every field of medicine along the way however there's a lot we can do and there's a lot that we're able to affect and i mean in my mind physical therapy is for me personally but Again, I'm very biased view. I think it's the best profession in the world. I absolutely do. The amount of time you can spend with your patients, um, the quality of life that you could do improve, you could have so much creativity. Yes, it's scientific. Yes, it's you know deeply rooted in kind of how can we improve this? What's the pathology? What's the physiology behind it? But in addition to that, it's also an art. It's a healing art and a role of a healer that's huge. That's so important to me. And that's part of my identity. So to have that with my job and what I can do for a living and a career, it's, I'm blessed beyond measure and it's absolutely incredible. And so also remember your blessings along the way um, because let me just say that they are, they are numerous in this life, no matter where you come from. Um, you know, I had, I had a rough childhood growing up. Do I always well not all the time? No, not a chance, but it's a reminder to me that if I'm able to achieve what I did with my life, with some of the things I had overcome, so many people can do so much. And I see countless examples of this, of the resiliency of the human spirit through the physical action every single day. It is absolutely incredible. Um, and man, this is, this is a special place, this is a special time, and I feel so fortunate to be able to travel, be able to move, be able to be through all these different, very special, unique places from my time out in California, out there, to my time in Texas down here, getting a really good appreciation, understanding, and uh, exploration of the culture. But the culture of the clinic and the clinic life in these very specific areas that I got a lot of love for. I got a lot of love for. And it's my... And it was with great excitement that I say going forward, I'm going to touch a lot more places that I have a lot of love for. A lot of love for. And I'm going to make a big impact there. I'm excited for it. And I know that they're going to make just as big of an impact on me. And 
it's not always an easy road, but it's a very rewarding, fulfilling road. So as you go forward with whatever you're going through, whatever uh, job you've got, whatever opportunity you have at hand, don't be afraid of hard work. You know, it's uh, <laughs> that's certainly another lesson from this clinical. You know, working these uh, seven to seven days, uh, three days a week, and seven to about four or five days for the other day. But then having another job as well that is kind of quote unquote part time, but uh, most weeks I'm busting out 30 hours a week doing personal training as well. Uh, I'm not working, well, I'm only 25 hours probably. It depends on the week, 25, 30 hours. Um, I'm not inherently recommending that for everybody. But don't be afraid of hard work, man. Don't be afraid of hard work. And it's about repetition, but good repetition. Because practice does not make perfect at all. You see plenty of people who are moving and who are doing plenty of things along the way that... You can just look and say, yeah, that's that's habitual, that's habitual. Are all habits good habits? Not a chance. Practice does not make perfect. Practice makes permanent. So whatever you are doing, whatever practice you are undertaking, whether intentionally calling it a practice or just happen to be in a repeated motion or movement or a thought pattern, because again, going back to my mission statement podcast a while ago, everything is moving in some way, shape, or form. Whether it's a physical movement, an intellectual movement, a physiological movement, a neurological movement, it is all movement, it is all understanding through that. And that's the way in which I view our existence. It's all movement and synchronicity breeds pathology. So keep moving and move in the right direction for yourself. And you know, as a good old Denzel Washington said, do not confuse movement for progress. But it has to be in the right direction, it has to be in the way of your vision and just how I talked about on a very recent previous podcast episode bridge the gap have yourself there have yourself ready get ready to take that opportunity as it presents itself so i've certainly enjoyed this clinical ton and i'm gonna maximize the rest out of this three weeks um but it's about staying diligent it's about having fun working hard being around the right people at all times and holding a standard for yourself because it's easy to be in a situation once you know once you're in the situation that promotes that kind of culture it's easy to stay in there because you make a habit out of it. But once you're out of that situation, once you're out of the situation where it's the environment that supports you, the culture of the clinic that supports you in your mission and your endeavor, hey, once you're out of that, you know, you're searching for stability somewhere, right? So you have to create that stability. Just like uh, in physical therapy, you know, we improve movement, we improve motion. Okay, great. We've got some motion restore there's motion blocks. Do you actually know how to control that motion? Do you have that available? Or is it actually just gonna cause further problems down and along the road? So there's definitely a very dynamic balance at play that we have to, have to, have to pay a ton of attention to. So keep moving, keep getting out there, keep getting strong. Sagnicity breeds pathology. Do not let any aspect of your life become stagnant. Otherwise, in an infection, will occur from an opportunistic disease, an opportunistic disease where it says, hey, this is just a dead body of water right here. Let's come and let's invade, let's have a little party. Don't matter if that thing dies off. And by that thing, I mean, as a people, as a person, dies off. So, for everybody out there, it's time to get after it. It's time to 
do what we need to do, have our mission that we set out for, work hard, be around the right people, practice makes it permanent, simply not easy.